0: Are you nervous now? No. Now that the now that because you're this is just like doing a football game for you. Right?
1: Yeah, it's what I always do, but I actually get paid for the hunt. So <laughs> why are you be a jerk?
0: Why are you be a jerk? We're recording, by the way. So oh. that that just got on the air. You oh. being a jerk. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, little brother. I'm jerking. Hey, everybody. This is it's a podcast. Yeah. This is Matt Mar, and this is a special podcast because um, I'm actually I'm in Oklahoma right now with my big bubba, Brian Marr.
1: And probably the first straight person you've had on the show.
0: That's not true. Brady Matthews wanted to suck oh, his yep. penis. Gotcha. Paul Gordon wanted to lick his arms and suck his penis. You're the first straight person I don't want to suck their penis. So,
1: <laughs> well, good. At least I've got, I got a first. <laughs> you got a first, as you already are making
0: fun of me and making me feel inadequate for not getting paid. <clears throat> um, we're holding the mics, people. We're in a, a we're in a live room with a lot of echo, so this is podcasting on the fly, but. Um,
1: this is fun, The nice little setup, though, you have here. I'm that, impressed.
0: He was impressed. My, you got to understand, people, that my brothers are freaking technical. He makes his house look like the Griswolds, like, times 10.
1: It's just a few Christmas lights. It's not a big deal.
0: Bullshit. I'm sitting here talking to you, and there's an animatronic snowman standing behind me that, like, finger banks itself to jingle, be- jingle bells. <laughs> <laughs> come on, <laughs>
1: come on. <laughs> i've never heard finger banging christmas in the same sense. it's
0: true um, only you i usually ask people to tell everybody how we know one another but that seems stupid
1: <laughs> <laughs> well matt was a pain in the ass little brother i was
0: a good little brother you what is, were was your first oh, i was a pain in the ass pain in, what was your first memory of me do you remember that as a little brother Yes. Yeah. Come, I've never asked you this, actually.
1: No, you haven't. And that's, wow, it's so much for, yeah throwing the softball up there so I can hit it out. Just hit me with this.
0: <laughs> yeah, not prepared at all.
1: You know, we spent a lot of time the, um, the, there were some other houses, but I don't remember you, we really remember, have a memory of us together until we were in our last house that we both grew up in. Yeah. Shepherd. And uh, I honestly, my first memory is. That I consider and think of is you running around in your underwear with a lasso, uh, <laughs> pretending to be Wonder Woman, and lasso on us and tell the truth. I mean, those younger ages or those mid, when I was in you know uh, late elementary and you were young, young. Those were probably the first, you know, memories that I still remember. I'm sure there's more, more but.
0: When you realize your brother was
1: a big, gay wad? <laughs> oh. <laughs> they. Um, you uh, I knew there was something different about you, but <laughs> you know, I that was in the eighties. There were not not any gay people in southern Oklahoma. They were on San Francisco, <laughs> you know. Well,
0: I, a lot of Oklahomans will still tell you that, right? <laughs> we don't grow them here.
1: No, no, I we
0: do. um, uh, let's. Yeah, I'm a little. It's weird. I'm weird. It's weird. I'm interviewing my brother. That's weird. We just normally drink together. Uh,
1: Which we can do a little bit of that, too, if you want. It but, might make for an interesting podcast.
0: But don't lie to people. You're drinking Crown & Coke right now.
1: Well, I am. You're not because you're being professional. No,
0: I am trying to be professional. Um, he's not drunk. people's was just drinking. Um, I think, uh, do you, oh, I didn't turn off my phone either at my ring. Um, do you think that, like, I noticed, like, when I tell, when people meet you, mm-hmm. they always love you because you're a likable guy, I'm going to admit it um you're also a professional bullshitter
1: right okay uh, and gee thanks i think <laughs> no you're gonna
0: okay and um but they're always surprised at how different we are but yet we still get along do you get that when people meet me oh
1: yeah all the time they uh it, but it's funny because people always say they you know i don't of course you can't see me i'm in a podcast but uh you know i'm 510 295 pounds i'll put a picture up there you go and then you know you're What six one, six six foot? Yeah, six foot. Slim and
0: I'm not slim, but but we look different.
1: We do, but our bodies are different. But everybody tells me that after they meet, they go, "I would think that's your brother if y'all were together. I could see the resemblances too." People tell me that, and I think that a lot of that is our relationship. Really, that I think we have because you and I fought like cats and dogs. I mean, I was constant. You know. But oh then God. again, we had some really cool memories, which all a lot of brothers and sisters do, and not all. <laughs> well, I know. I guess we're pretty fortunate to have the relationship
0: that we have. Do you remember we used to hold me down and hock up loogies?
1: You know that that took talent Dave, <laughs> to to hold the loogie there long enough. It
0: was, you know, and but it, and suck it back in. That was out. gross.
1: You got to think about it. for me. That was gross for me because I had to <laughs> accept the loogie back into my mouth when I could have just let it drop on you.
0: Which you did sometimes. Well, it was
1: an accident. I didn't mean to do that
0: part. Jesus.
1: <laughs> but uh, – Do you think –
0: because you have – so I have two – sorry, everybody, but I have the two best nephews in the entire universe ever of nephews. Um, and they're two – so I was about to say they're two boys because right. nephews usually are. Right. And they're all – they're even similar to the same ages. They're, what, mm-hmm. three and a half apart and we're yeah. two years, eight months?
1: Right, something like that. So, so um
0: much. what um, – do you think Dylan – well I, well honestly, I was about to ask, do you think Dylan um is a better big brother than you were? But honestly, I was gonna say I I have to fully admit, Cody's a way better little brother <laughs> than I was. I was really bratty.
1: No, and see, I don't think you were bratty to me. Of course that's what I grew up with and that's what I know but I've seen our home videos.
0: I know I'm but like the- bitchy queen. <laughs>
1: You and I were so differently personality-wise, and our interests were so far apart from oh, each other. Oh, yeah,
0: I'm in his man cave right now, everybody. Like my man cave would have a picture of Liza Minnelli. I'm not kidding, Judy Garland. Like you have Notre Dame, Notre Dame, Notre Dame. Like <laughs> right, the
1: pictures of my kids with kids football helmets. Do, yeah, all with it?
0: football helmets, it's like straightville.
1: Well, they have. That's the thing with them; they are so similar in what they do. They are yeah. You know, the oldest one is on a football field on Friday night, and the youngest one's the ball boy on the team. You know, and so they do a lot of the same stuff. And is that
0: hard? I'm, never asked, I'm asking you all these questions. This is interesting. Is that hard? In that, I would imagine. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm no, I'm not a parent. Mm-hmm. I would imagine it can be easier if your children have totally different, because you never feel like there has to be competition or comparisons. Is <laughs> yeah, that or do you think it's harder? Like, how do you make each kid? because I I'm not let's I'm not to do a love fuss to everybody but you're you're a really good dad. I mean even our father has said he's even a better dad than I am. You know how dad's so proud. Cuz dad's a great dad. He's right. really proud of it. And um but anyway, is it have you have you had to make an effort just to make sure that Dylan and Cody don't feel like they're being compared or in show? Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, that happens all the time. It really doesn't. Amber and I have actually talked about that, and she's had to check me a few times. Amber's sister Amber, mom. I'm sorry. Amber's my yeah, wife. Your wife. My beautiful wife, which I'm very lucky to have her in my life. But they, um, kudos there. I got a point there. You That's know? true. You did. But um, Maybe get a wristy. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: A little Paul Gordon action from episode five. Little A
1: Little risky. Wristy. <laughs> um, but I think uh, they excelled. They did a lot of the same things, and a lot of them excelled at different times in in what they were doing, whether it be in school or in 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 sports or whatever they're doing. And um, it's funny because when the when one reaches thirteen and the other one was thirteen. We said, well, we did this for the other one on his 13th birthday party, so we need to make sure that we do something similar for this one. But the sad thing is the little one doesn't even remember what we did for the oldest (laughs) one. He could care less, but Amber and I know. And, you know, athletically and in school and that kind of stuff, one is really good with um, memorization and reading, that kind of stuff. Dylan, the oldest one, is more of a math guy, and Cody kind of struggles at math a little bit, you know. So, you know, you try to – even though they they do a lot of the same stuff, and athletically they do a lot of the same stuff you know Cody's super aggressive, you know, and when he was little, running over kids, that kind of stuff, Dylan was the type of kid that he would try to run over you, and then afterwards he would give you a hug and say, "Are you okay after I got done hitting you?" you know kind <laughs> of a kid, and so it's uh it, it, so it, similar interests,
0: but they're very different person, yeah actually so do um what do you think's the hardest thing about being a parent? <sighs>
1: I got a joke with Amber. We'll drive around and I'll see some, some kid walking down the street and he's green hair, mohawk, you know, pants down to his ankles, that kind of stuff. And I look over at her and I was like, how do we make sure that doesn't happen? You know? And so I think, um, probably setting expectations for your kids. And even though that they might not turn out the way you envision that they actually would, that, they're still on a good path and you're going to love them for however they turn out. Mm. As long as they keep their morals and stuff that you're teaching them along the way. Well, how does that make sense?
0: Yeah, it does. Do you, um, I think that's also, what's really like, I think admirable too, is that, you know, you and Amber were young. You were how old when Dylan was born?
1: Uh, I was 21 and she was, well, she was 20. I was 22, but she was 19. You know, when we got pregnant,
0: like, I can't, uh, are you glad? I mean, obviously no regrets, but um, if you had to do it again, would you do it younger again? Was it worth, I mean, it was, I'm sure it was really difficult. Do you imagine it's easier having kids later in life?
1: Oh, uh, absolutely. It was I've horrible. never asked you
0: any of this. I know. I this, know is,
1: yeah, crazy. <laughs> this is crazy. This is, it was, it was horrible. You know, and uh, horrible is a bad word.
0: <laughs> Amber just <laughs> lost a point.
1: No, she, yeah, Amber's probably, if she's, if she, when, listen, I want to watch her listen to this because she'll probably shake her head. And because. It was hard. We didn't have time to fall in love with each other. We were kids. We, we dated for four months. We uh, got pregnant. And then, you know, uh, next thing we know, I we thought, well, the right thing to do would be to get married and raise this kid and that kind of stuff. And we liked each other, obviously. But we weren't ready to get married, or we weren't sure if we were the right one to each other. And actually, I think to this day we're still falling in love with each other as time goes on, because we haven't had the chance to go live two or three years together and travel and see different stuff. It's all kind of life has always been about these our kids, and now that they're getting older, you know, I asked her. I told I asked her the other day, I said, you know, it's five more years or so, and they're going to be out of the house. What are we going to do? And she said, anything we want. You know, so.
0: Do y'all have any any plans or like specific? Go ahead and get a drink if you need to get a good drink. It's fine. Well, Satiate your mouth, Bubba.
1: I just I just don't want to. Uh, you can jingle
0: in the cup. It's fine. We're off. We're, <laughs> <but> it's, <laughs> ooh, it's like a commercial. Yeah. The Dear Maddie Show brought to you by Crown and Coke Zero. It's good stuff. The drink of fathers. Right. The, the, this, <laughs> on, this on a weeknight.
1: That's <laughs> what two kids will do for you. Oh that's, awesome. oh that's good stuff
0: well um i guess we probably should get it but i like this i i i should talk to you more i guess i don't really know we talk a lot these
1: mics are amazing because okay. every time i move i'm afraid to fart because i'm afraid it's gonna
0: <laughs> do you have an electronic chubby
1: <laughs> i do a little bit I y'all do.
0: understand i my brother is like not kidding what by the way did you just buy a helicopter with the camera? Explain this. Why did you what? buy a drone? Because Why in southern Oklahoma, in a town of like ten thousand people, do you need a fucking
1: helicopter with the camera to record football? Hey, I'm like Mister Popular now with this drone thing. I was at the football game on. Listen, I was at the football game on Friday night, and an airplane flies over, and a couple of people it wasn't a couple. We had like four or five families came up and they said, I just knew that was you up there with your drone flying around. <laughs> so they, uh, it's coming a lot of fun. I just, it was one of those, do you ever get into, uh, you know, I caught the the YouTube, oh uh, the YouTube trap or the YouTube zone where. Will you watch something for
0: like two hours?
1: No, you're watching one thing, and that like I, I started out, re, you know, researching like football plays, and then the next thing you know, two hours later, I'm looking at video on mullets. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you, you yeah. just kind of get into that deal. It was yeah. one of those nights, and I don't know how I was looking at uh, different types of cameras, and then I see these drones, and they've got cameras on them, and I thought, well, that's kind of cool. I wonder if they make and there's a lot of oh, um, Gold Rush Alaska. I don't know if you, of course, you know, show at the show. Uh, a lot of that was filmed with one of the uh, a drone, flying oh, really? above with a helicopter. And I was watching that. and I was like, I wonder if they do that on a consumer base, or if it's so out of my reach that uh, you couldn't. So I started looking, and sure enough, I found a lot of stuff. And I actually ordered it from B and H Photo, but it's a DJI, DJI Phantom Plus. I don't know what any of that means. I like it a lot. And it. <laughs> And you fly up and take pictures, and, and there's some neat things you can do. Um, you know, we've talked about senior pictures of the kids, and you know, have them sit up on their baseball field or football field and do a little video where you kind of swing down to them. And you know, I will get pretty crazy with it. Fulfill my nerdy side a little. bit. You
0: really should have worked in production. I still. Well, you do work in production. You do it in Oklahoma, but well,
1: it's on a smaller. I mean, we do I know, but a, I you do would be great fo- at it. Do a little football broadcast, and we do some videos. And no, right,
0: you're. No, no, no. You're like the weekly. Hey, I'm. Like, you have a more popular show, probably more listeners than I do.
1: <laughs> no, well, just on. For 10 it, weeks out of the year, 15 weeks out of the but year.
0: You do the football games, right? You and another guy, right? Yeah, we do. Um, now, are you the. There's the straight guy, and then there's the color commentator. The color. So are you the color play-by-play? That, play ra- that sounds racist when I say it that way. No. <laughs> are you the color commentator?
1: <laughs> I am. It's... I, I it, but it, it's kind of weird because that's what a color commentator does is he adds a little, adds a little flair. Dick jokes. <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: Dick, that's what no, I would be. No dick jokes
1: <laughs> in high school football, but it's no. uh, you know it uh, just adds a little commentary. I like play-by-play play better actually, so I've done both. But uh, the guy I'm with is an incredible play-by-play, and it's always done. And he's. Uh, do well. you
0: ever find yourself? Because cause I don't watch a lot of sports, but I do. I watch tennis regularly. Like Dick Cavett, I watch a lot. Of, not Dick Cavett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, so I'm a big tennis person. And sometimes the color comment commentator just says the most random, dumbest <laughs> thing that doesn't hit. Do you have you ever said something and you said it and you went that was fucking stupid, Mark?
1: Oh yeah, constantly. The uh, give me an example. Do you remember? <laughs> I do. I I've actually got a couple. Uh, he, I told. Uh, I said one time uh, the quarterback was he was talking about he was a freshman and he would uh, take a snap and he uh, did a real good job of what we call ball control where he boy I've been there. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> no, so sorry. you know, and I said something like the effect of. Uh, yeah, the, the way if you say ball control in a football game, people know exactly what you're talking about. It's not a, they're not going to giggle and all that stuff. But if you say, "Wow, he really controlled the balls during that that play," or he controlled the ball <laughs> during that play, everybody giggles. And I said, "Wow, the way he controlled that ball was amazing." And just the way I said it, it was like an epi- another episode of Saturday Night Live. We're talking about sweaty balls. <laughs> yeah, you said the best sweaty balls. You got the best. And so. The the play by play guy kind of looked over at me, and he's real straight laced and by the book, and he's worked for some news stations, that kind of stuff. And I'm more of haven't done any of that, so I like to have a good time. And he kind of gave me a gave me a look, and I did say, um, I don't even know if the, I can even say this on the radio, so I'm just going to spell it. But the, you can I,
0: say it. This is fuck, damn. You can say whatever on this. Okay, show. well,
1: I said the c word. Can I say that? Is can it I? Cunt. Yes, I said. I said uh, that was one heck of a cunt but i meant to say punch <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> it was and it just slipped out but the, we we laughed so hard we had to go to commercial <laughs> it was very it was very unprofessional and uh, but you know what we went right through it We went right through it, (laughs) It, it, but we went to the commercial. We did exactly what you just did as soon as we went to the commercial, and then we had to come back in 30 seconds to get our composure together. And if I would have made a big deal out of it, I'm sure some people probably looked at each other and he said, did he
0: just say what I think he said? No, you keep going.
1: You keep going, and if you don't make a big deal, they never would have noticed. Never would have noticed. We didn't get any complaints at the station. Nobody said anything. And And, this
0: is southern Oklahoma.
1: Right. And I had one person send me a text and say, did you just say cunt on the air and – i was like yes i did so anyway that was probably my most embarrassing all right well i like this um well all right let's
0: let's jump into questions all right all right let's go okay um so the first question and is you were surprised too that they were real everybody always asks me to come on the show are these real questions i'm like
1: yeah well i I tried to look at them and one of them was real long
0: one is long let's do the first one we'll do the long one first great um because i was a little myself like whoa what do you do dear maddie recently i was in a store and saw two people a man standing very close to a woman speaking into her ear as i passed them i overheard him say don't you ever do that again don't you ever ever tell me what to buy or which aisle to look on he was speaking quietly with such vitriol that he was spitting out each word he was red faced his fists were clenched and his whole body was tense The woman looked scared, sad, and embarrassed. When she noticed me, she winced and looked away sheepishly. Then I quickly looked away not to embarrass her further. Not knowing knowing what to do, I simply walked away. I assumed the couple was married... As each was wearing a wedding ring on their traditional ring finger, and they were dressed in a way that's associated sometimes with religious groups that separate themselves from the rest of the society by dress, hairstyles, etc. Groups that tend to be patriarchal to an extent – this person's smart – to an extent that many consider to the detriment of women and girls. Should I have said to him, hey, it's not okay to speak to someone like that? Should I have asked her if she needed help? Should I have said something to a store employee? Nothing the man did was illegal. Despite his clenched fists, he never even touched her. But I still wonder what happened once they weren't in public anymore, and if my saying something would have made it worse. This is from Amanda, age
1: 43.
0: Wow. Damn, no. I know the first question. We're getting it. Um, <clears throat> this... I actually think this is probably one of the hardest questions I've had because it's,
1: you know, it's <clears throat> a, it's,
0: it's, it's like when people, it's different if someone's a child. If you uh-huh. see someone, uh-huh. at least I feel that way. I don't know how you feel about if someone is abusing their child or being really hard on their this kid. I would say this is like what would you do on the Dateline show? You know <laughs> what I mean? Right. Um, that's different. But with two adults, um, I, I, you know, I a part of me says I wish I would say something, but I don't know if I would have the guts to do it.
1: You know, I don't know if I would either. I, if he was physically physically harming her, or if it was a loud shouting, an event, I might approach mm-hmm. and say, "Hey, is there, y'all, okay? Is there something we can do here?" But I think the problem that you get into with that kind of deal is people feel. I hate to use another football reference, but you know, when you're coaching football and that kind of stuff. You're dealing with 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 people's families or their kids, and and the people are so strongly connected to those people whether it's right or they're wrong in my opinion and so to walk up like that and to get yourself in the middle of something you're 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 it's such an uphill battle at the beginning because you know there this is none of your f- effing business you have got to uh he, the first response is going to tell you to get the hell out of here and it might actually make the situation but, worse yeah i'm worried it's, on
0: that other person because a person would probably blame her if, say that you drew attention or you did this and just Mm-hmm. add more weight to the fire right
1: i mean my first response is i agree is the guy needs a good southern oklahoma ass kicking right off the fur you know
0: i wonder I what think. amber would have done
1: oh if i would have done that no
0: to- no if amber saw this because amber doesn't always
1: no she's she says stuff she's a fireball she probably would have said she might some, have said something i at least would have got a text that said you know some assholes yelling at us
0: do you think it's do you think it would be different for because i'm wondering too like and maybe this is, like, sexist, whatever, but there's something about, I don't know, I'm imagining, would it be different if you were a woman approaching a woman and a man? Is it different as a man approaching a man and a woman? Or do you think no?
1: No, I think it's probably safe. You know, I don't know, though, Matt, because I would say my first response to that would be to say it'd probably be easier for a woman to walk up and do that. But if a guy is already treating his significant other, or his girl, whatever, if he's already that way, he's already got a sexist point of view uh, point of view anyway and so the next thing he's going to do is maybe that may be more frustrated again but just because he thinks he's almost feeling like he's ganged up on or if they're um no woman's going to tell me what to do I mean, we I mean, I don't tell if you've heard that around here
0: but you know there's also too then i go back and think well but what if somebody was saying what if you know someone was let's say their son mm-hmm. uh and they were their son was was obviously 18 years of age but what if it was a parent telling their son saying stop doing that you look like a little faggot you're nothing but just like a little faggot right what would we would we say something to that like i would hope somebody would or if somebody was being racist or somehow towards her son so I, again this is gray because it's not uh, it's not again this those things are illegal depending on what state you're in right. this is not illegal so I don't know. My first instinct is I wouldn't say anything, but then when I think about it, I thought, well, maybe I could say, um, you know, I don't. Maybe I could say something to like, excuse me, but you know, I think you need to calm down or something like that to him. But then you worry it coming back on her. This is I, I don't know the full answer to this, Amanda.
1: No, you're right. It's a it's a tough question, and it's, uh, you know, I admire you though for having. It's one of those deals where you go home. You lay in bed at night, and you're sitting there thinking about it, and it yeah. dwells on you. And you thought, "Damn it, I should have said something," mm-hmm. you know. And I think if you have those thoughts, then maybe you you would. But I would suggest if it, that ever happens again, make sure you're in a safe environment. There's other people a around place. you. We could, I mean, don't get yourself harmed. Yeah, you know, for um, g- coming to.
0: I don't know. I, now I kind of think almost I would say something, but then that could be. I don't. Oh, there's not a right answer to this.
1: You know, I've actually confronted somebody in a parking lot that was. It was a little more pushing and shoving, and it to me it almost looked like the girl was trying to be kidnapped. And uh-huh. uh, it was up in school, and we and Michael, uh, a buddy of mine, was with us, and we saw a lady kind of struggling a little bit, and she's like, "No, get off of me!" That kind of stuff. And there was he didn't hit her, but there was some tussling going around. And it looks like he was trying to shove her in a car, and we walked up and said, "Ma'am, do you need help?" Okay, and then he turned around, and got a little defensive, but you know, to fairly large college kid sitting there. He's not going to do too much. And he was older in his forties probably at the time. And then she actually kind of got onto us and was like, you need to mind your own business. Go on. I got, you know, so we we're like, well, great. Thanks. You know? Yeah. I mean,
0: you know, now that I'm thinking of, I'm having act cause I am a, a therapist that's worked with youth and bullying. So this, that training's kind of coming back to me, you know, cause I think about, I actually, Probably the if you do want to approach the, someone in that situation, Amanda, probably the best thing is actually to engage the person being bullied, not the bullyer, because mm-hmm. often to when you go to someone that is bullying someone, because um, th- I'm just saying bullying. I don't this kind of would classify as that, but. Uh, they often feel more that they still have more power because you're going to them saying you they they need to stop this, mm-hmm. maybe Amanda, like what we talk about a lot of times with working with youth and bullying is going up to the child or kid or person that is being bullied and saying, "Well kind of what you did to that woman say, "Do you need help? Mm-hmm. Can I help you? Do you need me to get you or like do you need me to do you need to come talk to someone mm-hmm. so you 're not even and then if the the man tried to engage her even more amanda then I would say. I'm not speaking to you. I'm speaking to her. Cause it makes me think about, and I'm drawing blank on her name, but the girl, I think was she Utah who was kidnapped mm-hmm. for like, what's her name? Um,
1: the one that came back after like 18 it, years yeah, and has kids. And, and
0: like, you think of what, how many people saw her and had a feeling and wanted to say something and nobody did. And what could have changed if they had said that?
1: That's true. You, you just, know? So
0: right. I, that's, so that's what I would do. I, I would approach her, but I liked
1: it. Maybe if you have the, the chance to get to her, when this other person wasn't around or yeah. look and say, are you everything cool? And tried to, like, you know, you that's, that's, that's the something. ideal. Yeah. That's the ideal time. I would think to do that. But sometimes it's not necessarily, you know, that, uh, the right time, but that makes me think too. Maybe I will, if I am confronted with that, maybe I'll have the nerve to just go.
0: What are you doing? I'm trying to move the seat for you. So you can it's your fun. Foot got I'm just it. trying to make my guests comfortable in their own house screw you fine i won't do it anymore you're welcome all right um okay question number two dear Mattel, Mattel, <laughs> who's been drinking uh i have dear maddie i'm 32 and at least I, you
1: didn't say cut <laughs>
0: this, i very rarely do
1: it's a bad word we shouldn't even say it i know we have some freedom on the show but i'm no sorry.
0: i mean well we're not using it in a derogatory way we're talking it's a joke that sounds terrible it's a horrible word it's a horrible word we're gonna move on um dear maddie I'm panties. Ter- <laughs> did you say panties yeah
1: it, doesn't, it, doesn't it make you smile you kids you cannot say panties without smiling it's oh, impossible the way you, say, you say panties yeah it's the way see you're laughing panties you gotta cut a deep panties <laughs> it's so weird yeah or tits <laughs> no, stop, sorry i'm sorry dylan
0: your oldest son said what did he say he's like don't say tits it's
1: my favorite word. Oh, it All is. Yeah, probably.
0: Oh Lord. Ah, right, go ahead. Okay, dear Maddie, I'm 32 and I'm a successful working woman. I'm happy in my life and I feel f- fulfilled. Still, I'm single and my mother, father, and grandmother how me about settling down. How do I get them to butt out of my life?
1: Bring home a chick,
0: <laughs> Brian. <Mark.
1: laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I. I'm, <laughs> They'd quit.
0: It's <laughs> from Carrie, age uh, thirty-two. Um, yes, uh, they, they would probably quit. Well, actually, no. Mom and Dad, I've talked to them. Mom and Dad have, especially ever since Prop A. You know, mm-hmm. Dad all the times like, when we're well, going to, go to Little Matthew. I've already talked to the right. story on the air, but listened to earlier up. But my parents want me to get married. That's mm-hmm. what I think. Mom even. That's how I found out that um, that the Supreme Court recently can um they the supreme court recently upheld marriage equality it's because my mother sent me a text saying "Ooh, i can have a granddaughter soon right. and i was like what the fuck are you talking about that's how i found out um but anyway that made you feel good oh yeah let me tell you um carrie i think you just tell them to butt out like i think
1: Think, you know, people are getting old, married older and older, and my as time goes on and that kind of stuff. And if you haven't found the right person for you, then just hold off and wait. And, you know, and they should be excited about what she's done, I think, and not who she's done it with. You yeah. know, and what kind of person she is, and you know, grandparents and stuff are like that. They're wanting to see grandbabies, or you know, and they they want to make sure that their sibling siblings no, it would be their offspring offspring you know
0: they're
1: they're kids yeah you know and today we have in society i think we've got such a um an an expectation for our kids and we're going to get them married we're going to get them on a um a career path a career path kids or whatever and if you have it it's like we talked about earlier with our my kids it's that may not be the vision that you had for your kids but as long as they're doing those moral thing that we talked about that, uh, and living up to what you, they believe in and they stand up for what is right for what, you know, they believe Mm -hmm. then, you know, it's pretty good kiddos. So I don't know their whole, her story, obviously, but I agree with you. I think you just kind of,
0: I mean, it's, it just depends. Like I know, I'm very lucky because I know a lot of people that are gay have kind of what we call their family of origin. And then they also have their, Family of choice, and that happens a lot because their family of origin or the blood family kind of shuns them. Luckily, mm-hmm. I did not have that at all. Um, exact opposite, actually. My, my mom and dad are sometimes too much in my business, but let <laughs> <laughs> back off. But um,
1: just put a picture of Burt Reynolds yeah, on his mother.
0: Burt Reynolds. Um, but still, do they? I, I think sometimes, like, find support in people. Not that are going to agree with you because you want people that are honest with you. But if, in this case, fine. Maybe, you know, try not to talk about your dating life with your family. With your, you know, because say, hey, look, you know, this is just – find support from the people you want. I know my – I have a friend, my old roommate, Karen. Like, she met her husband when she was 41, and I remember her saying it was so worth the
1: wait. Right,
0: right. So, I, yeah. Do you think that – this is totally off. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm going to talk about my nephews again, y'all, because um, I love them. Uh, do you – you know because a lot of people now more millennials especially because dylan's a millennial right yeah mm-hmm. yeah um they're moving back in after college are you expecting that with dylan are you t- setting to the expectation of him that you don't want him to move back home or are you even at that road yet
1: i know the little shit better get a job <laughs> that's all i'm worried about I, you know i'm not gonna he can live here but he's paying rent that's a we haven't really talked about it. We, I mean, he's, he's
0: a junior. He's a junior in
1: high school. He's fixed to go to school. And he's
0: doing great. Like, and You know, he's a good kid. And he's,
1: you know what? Though, I, that, that was the old mentality before is like just have him kind of go on and yeah. get out of the. and, and But I kind of agree with that. We've talked about that a little bit with him is I don't want him to do something necessarily he hates doing just because he's embarrassed to come back home. Now, there's a difference of a kid that comes home and is kind of freeloading a little bit on the house and doesn't want to do anything. Mom and dad are just fitting the bill. That's not us, and that's not how we're going to roll at all. And, I, you know, Dylan knows that. And those expectations for Dylan, I think he has more pride in himself to go out and do that than he would to uh, look forward to coming back home and, Mm -hmm. you know, living with us. And I think those are his expectations, too, from Mm -hmm. talking to him. But... If he needed a place to stay and, you know, if he had something to do, by all means come back home and, um, you know, find yourself. But so many kids today, Matt, are going into debt, and I've been doing a lot of research on it. They go into the debt and um, they get these – cheap jobs right out of college and their their degree is not even worth the job that they got a degree for and then then they've got these huge student loans and it's sad because it's almost like the housing crash housing market crash that we had uh, back in the 80s or excuse me the early 90s when um, these governments are still giving loans on all this stuff well these governments are we'll give you any loan you want it's for student loans we can't student deny loans
0: was the easiest thing I ever yeah done.
1: easiest thing you ever do well now these universities are realizing that that these government is giving these huge loans and these universities are raking the rates to higher and higher and higher why not because the government's going to give them loans and now yeah. these kids are coming out and they can't afford it so yeah. you know we just have to see what he does there but as long as he got his head on straight and he finished what what he said to do or he's doing what he likes to do and he's got a, a goal in life then you know I, i'm hoping we have the means and the uh, We'll, we'll same
0: keep well, going we'll say sorry everybody i'll talk about my nephews for three hours yeah um all right uh question number three i hope we answered that Carrie. we're moving on we did i, I think yeah, we, we, did. Did. I, we did i like
1: it just don't just don't discuss it with them i don't yeah she may be coming home and saying oh you know i wish i had a date or that kind of stuff and they said why don't you try so-and-so down the block he's a cutie or something
0: find friends like yeah um all right question number three dear maddie (laughs) i'm getting married in three weeks and honestly i can't tell if i'm excited or scared shitless i love my fiance she really is wonderful and i think she's i think she's the right one and i think it's a good time to be married but if i'm honest i'm really really nervous is this just wedding jitter- jitters? Is this normal? This is from James, age 29.
1: You're the professional. Do you want to answer this first? Do you want me to?
0: <laughs> well, <clears throat> you have a different experience because you were like, you didn't care. I mean, you obviously cared about getting married, but you were more scared shitless about the baby. Because I remember <laughs> when you called me in my dorm room and you were like, what the fuck am I going to do? What am I going to do? Right. Um. I mean, it sounds, you know, if James hadn't said. I love her. She's wonderful. I think this is the right time to be married. Had he not said that, I'd be like, yeah, I want to check yourself. I often I think that sometimes I t- tell this a lot of time to actors that I talk to, mm-hmm. that they get so nervous about something and it's, they, it inhibits them from being able to do it because of the nerves. And one of my uh, really good friends, Jess, said to me once, she's like, well, you know, really, you, be, you get nervous most of the time. You're nervous because you care. If you didn't care about it, then you wouldn't be nervous. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, going off of that and the little information that you told that, that you know we don't know your whole story, James. But um, I mean, you could be already married, and that's why you're nervous. About the th- no, I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I, I think it's. I think it sounds normal. I feel like you're just having normal wetter jitters. It sounds like you care about this, and don't judge me in three years if you get divorced and sue me. What do you think?
1: Well, I think the biggest question here is: Did you test drive the car before you took it out of the lot? And oh, that's
0: God. no. I mean, that's that's, that's
1: that's probably you've
0: told your sons that, haven't you?
1: Well, yeah, they signed a. You know, they had some discussion about the Wild White program, and I asked him. I said, "Would you? Would you just go jump in a car and take it home without riding it around the block a few times?" You oh, know.
0: Well, the Wild White program for people that don't know that. Don't live in Oklahoma. Is that's a statewide thing where they teach abstinence in the schools? So mm-hmm. this isn't a political show. I'm not going to get off on how fucked up that is. But when
1: but, you but when you when you have a wife that is the charge nurse at a health department here locally, and which is what Amber does, right? And she
0: a, sees a lot of people with STDs, a
1: lot of pregnant teens, a lot of STDs. You know, mm-hmm. and so
0: Oklahoma uh, has one of the highest rates of pregnancy. Yes, oh, yeah, and so it obviously. Ain't a working, and It Sally. ain't working. But whatever, she's not my favorite person anyway. Um, but uh, no, I, I think so you're it,
1: James. Uh, James. I think Matt's answer was spot on. Um, another football analogy: we say it, <laughs> we say it in football. They they do that. They they, if they it's look
0: not a pig. It's gonna skin.
1: No, no, the if, same thing. If you're they not don't nervous,
0: the rest doesn't look good.
1: <laughs> no, if, if you you're don't not slap nervous them on the
0: butt, they won't it means like you don't well? it means don't, you don't give a shit it if was, you're not what, nervous it means you don't give a shit it
1: means you don't give a shit and obviously That's he cares literally
0: a football thing
1: yes i mean all the time kids are like oh i'm so nervous i'm nervous." well it means you care i've heard that a thousand times okay and you know they want to do well and i think james has the same uh, kind of mentality going in just from what he said like you said he obviously cares about this person uh, and james i'm gonna tell you what man i'm I'm not Dr. Phil. and I don't have a degree in psychology, but I am married and I do have two kids and I've made it work about 16, almost 17 years now. And there's going to be times when you think to yourself, what in the world have I done? You know, we're not getting along. You're going to fight. You're going to have problems. Um, But I promise you, if you, if you want to work it out, you'll work out no matter what it is. And I think. A lot of people think that a marriage is so, uh, should be so 50 50. And I don't know where I heard this or not, but it's not, it's, it's 80 20 because you can't go 50% all the time. And usually sometimes somebody, the other one's going to have to step up and pick up for the other one slacking a little bit, you know, but yeah, when are back you're, and forth, right. But if you're always slacking all the time, then that's when I think a lot of strain happens on the marriage. And if you're willing to H, if you put in a little extra effort into things, it'll get better as time goes on. And, you know, hopefully you'll be down the road and I totally I
0: think you're spot on with that. I think a lot of times people say, I want things to be equal in my marriage. And I think sometimes equal or equality in that sense can be a kind of a detrimental word. Mm -hmm. I think about what's fair. If your spouse is going through a lot of shit right now and you need to pick up the pieces for them right now. For a couple of months, so they can get back on their feet in some way or work out something, that's fair because two years down the road you might be in the same space and they'll pick up for you. Like right. you said, that's what fairness is. It's not equality. I don't. I, agree. I totally agree. Um look at that. Um, I hear my phone going off. Oh well. All right. So, last question. Okay. You ready? You're doing good. Do you need to have a drink? Do you need a jingle?
1: It, if it's a, if it's a, hold on. My ice is melting because of all the crown that's in there. Oh, Lord. Uh, if it's a butt sex question, I'll have trouble. Go ahead. <laughs> well, it's not. That actually happened in another episode.
0: Oh, it was a butt sex question, yeah. Yes. Yeah,
1: it did. I was like, oh, <laughs> no.
0: But, uh, answer, but we talked a lot about how the last straight people have butt sex. Not me. <laughs> Boy, <Can't>.
1: Just <laughs> brought that out in public. Yeah, no. hey, not me. Exit only. Ex- You're a plumber. Right.
0: <laughs> You're a plumber. Yeah. It's your job, keeping your job. Um. Uh-huh. All right, dear man. Same
1: thing with a girl. I, somebody- a lot of
0: – well, do you know with a lot of – you should talk to – well, Dylan is uh, not – he's not um, – I don't know. I don't want to speak about Dylan's life, but he mm-hmm. seems to be, you know, he doing – I was going to say doing girls, and I didn't mean that, but that great. He's great. I he's just really interested. In the he's really interested in football and school and stuff right now. That's kind mm-hmm. of where his interest lies. However, a lot of kids um, are having in high school are having anal sex because then they still keep their virginity. They think.
1: Well, I've heard that, and a lot of it's, oral sex as well, and
0: so, but it, or, anal sex is very prevalent. Really? Yeah. Well, a lot of girls are doing.
1: That. I was talking to a friend of mine, and he was. Um, works at a golf course long story short and um he talks to a lot of college kids and stuff and he was i don't know where he got this information but he was telling me that a lot of it's just so accepted in our sex lives as we're growing up a lot of girls in high school think that they have to have anal sex or they have to have oral sex or you know it's just part of it and
0: uh i mean that goes a lot with men controlling our sexual culture and women kind of being oppressed by that. Yeah. But, sorry, you've never thought of it that way, have no, you? No, no, Because you're looking at me like, oh. <laughs> no. <that's... laughs> you're like, oh. You look like somebody just put a finger no, on your actually, No, actually, you,
1: go, Ooh. you know, actually what I thought about was, is I wanted to tell James that the oral sex goes away at marriage, but <laughs> everything else is fine. But anyway, and I had that thought, and I was like, I wonder if I can go back a question. I didn't know if I could do that
0: or not. Well, you just did, James. The BJs are over.
1: Gone. <laughs> Honeymoons and birthdays. That's about it.
0: All right. Well, there you go. Yeah. Um, all right. This. Okay, so this actually, I put this on here on purpose, because I, I, I'm interested, because I think, honestly, I think you're a really fantastic dad. So, um, I mean, you've done a lot of stuff well in life, but I think it's by far... The best thing And I, I'm so excited When I finally do Meet the, the right handsome black man Who settles down with me To have children Because mm-hmm. I'm going to call you and Amber all the time Because I just don't know Of two other people That have raised kids better Honestly Well thank you was- um, I won't talk anymore Because you'll start crying No I won't uh, Not you, But um, but looked- <laughs> <laughs> My brother's a big crier y'all He cries at Rudy Why do you cry at Rudy? What is it about it That makes you cry? <laughs> the movie Rudy y'all
1: I think it was nobody believed him in and what he wanted to do, but he stayed true to what he believed in and what he wanted to do. And then he, everybody told him that he couldn't do what he set out to do. We say this today: if if a kid's got a dream, you don't tell them they can't do it. You tell them, well, that may be hard to accomplish, but you can do this and that because you know we're getting so soft nowadays. But they, um, it was this was back when, you know, you need to be working in the the iron mines with your parents, you need to be and um to to see what he went through. Is it based
0: on a true story?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um matter of fact if you look behind me there's the poster of Rudy and he signed it and the real Rudy is being carried off the field, the real picture of when he was carried off the field. Well a little show and tell afterwards, but uh that's a totally true story so no I really me, me. and actually he is a uh, inspirational speaker now. he should uh, be that's what he does he goes around and does that um, after graduation how long have you met him he hasn't been anywhere close for me to really go do that but would you well, yeah, maybe if I had a brother that maybe lived out in Hollywood or maybe knew some had some contacts or, you know, maybe pulled some string. That'd be fucking nice. All right. Well, let me get on that. Thanks. For yeah. that
0: OK, this is from the first episode, but I put this on there again because I think you're a pretty good dad. I, I'm interested to hear how you'd handle it. Okay. Uh, this is from Theo, a father, age 46. Dear Maddie. Is it better to let my 18-year-old son try beer for the first time at home with me or just assume he'll try it at some point when he starts college? And you have a teenager. You -hmm. have two, actually. Dylan's 16. Cody's 13. I want to say that kids Cody's age are not drinking, but that is not the case. They are. Um, So how have you handled this
1: with the boys? Well, um, both of them have actually sampled alcohol at one point and another. Um, Dylan would assume just stay away from it altogether. And has when enough. you
0: say sample, did you mean like you're having a beer or drink and they're like, dad, can I have a drink? Or do you mean sample they on their own? No, or you uh, don't have to say that. No,
1: no, I'm fine. It was a, it was a, uh, a wine cooler episode. And, uh, Dylan oh. was like, well, you know, what do those taste like? i
0: the neighbor at the street.
1: Yeah. And so we thought, well, here, try it. And he tried it and he's like, eh, you know, and, um, Cody th- loved it. The, the 13 year old actually, um, we were at a, uh, we're doing another function at a barbecue competition. We do those on kind of on the side. It's what's, kind of, what's the name of your barbecue company? With, with the, right now it's Cockadoodle Q. Why are they all gay names? <laughs> I don't know. What was the name yeah. before? Butt Lovers.
0: <laughs> Butt Lovers Barbecue.
1: I'm, I'm representing and I'm keeping it real for you. I, you should know
0: people. My brother makes the best fucking ribs in the world. They, it's a lot of fun. Your ribs. What is your, you're certified, right?
1: Well I'm a certified K C B S judge and member. But you're making me sound very nerdy right now and very
0: very <laughs> very nerdy. You're very nerdy. Anyway, drinking and your teenagers.
1: Right. And you know, Cody grabbed a, a drink and it had some crown in it and he took a Coke. He thought it was Coke and took a drink and he goes, Ooh, that's delicious And he's oh, like, God. What is that? You know, and so but Here's what I think on that, and Amber and I have actually discussed this. Amber and I are the type of couple that when we come home at night or whatever, we uh, I am, my kids very early have seen me to the intoxicated level. I mean, it's maybe a New Year's Eve party or something where we had some friends over, that kind of stuff. But um, we will have a drink when we come home. Um, Amber may have a glass of wine, that kind of stuff. And especially in this part of the country, people have...
0: People never drank here.
1: Growing. No, like no, our but parents
0: never. Grew, no, no, they didn't, and
1: I'm, I, that's okay. But you know, you and I later, they were fine with us.
0: I mean, we would see Dad drink. Remember, he would get Bush beer. He
1: he, would eat he had the beer in the fridge that was just a white can that said beer across <laughs> it, and it had been in there for like three months. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm sure it was skunk flavor. I mean, it was. <laughs> remember, bad. he
0: would eat oysters. milk and drink beer oh Oh, yeah disgusting
1: but uh you know in, in uh in europe and stuff their kids have alcoholic drinks all the time yeah and um from my understanding i may be wrong and i know in the state of oklahoma as strict as it is here it is actually okay for you to give a minor alcohol in your own home as long as they're your children now, I can't give another minor alcohol because, but I would like for them to know how to, what, how to, how to use it. I mean, we teach them how to, that water is important, or we teach them, I mean, I'm comparing beer <laughs> to water. Just, yeah, water is a life-saving, <laughs> into, you, you must have that to survive. And, so is beer. And then there's beer. <laughs> <laughs> but... What I mean is they're going to try it elsewhere if you don't. Eventually they're going to be exposed to it. Now where do you draw the line on that? Do you say, "Well, eventually they may be exposed to marijuana, so maybe we should just bust it out here and
0: Smoke start a doobie."
1: Yeah, or start doing some math in front of your kids. You know, I then I kind of roll my eyes at those people and go, "Yeah. Okay, come on, get real." But uh I don't think I would let my kids comfortably
0: Well, there's also a difference in that. Whether people think, uh, I mean, it's different in California or Colorado or Wyoming or is it or whatever, um, marijuana is legal in some states. But th- th- you're speaking from the perspective here in Oklahoma, and federally, marijuana is illegal, and so is meth, obviously. So that is different. I think there that's not the same comparison because alcohol oh, is legal point. in our country, so it's a. It is an ex- it's legally accepted thing for you. To- it puts it on the discussion table, mm-hmm. where the other twos are not even on the discussion table because right. they're legal, right? Whether you agree with that or not, they're fucking illegal. Don't right. do it. Don't give it to your kid. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's right. like you know somebody who says to me, "Well, you know, I'm nine, you know, I'm nineteen, twenty, and I'm falling in love with a sixteen-year-old." I get that, and that if they're forty and forty-five. It's not a big deal then, but right. bottom line, it's fucking illegal. You can't do it.
1: You can't do it, and so can't do it. And well, you can debate about those things forever, but you know, I think. Uh, well, I know that I would not let my kids bring a bunch of friends over and drink amongst themselves. That kind of stuff. And
0: some parents did that, and right. I don't. I wouldn't be comfortable with that either. No,
1: no, because there's so much liability if a kid goes home. Oh yeah. Sure now, if if Dylan's eighteen, we're sitting around the house and. I may look at him and we're watching a football game on a Sunday and he's home. I may ask him, Hey, do you want a beer? Because I'd rather him know what that sensation's like, because you start you to you start to get a little buzz, that kind of stuff. And, and where are they? Instead of experiencing that at a party for the first time, now I just don't want to be there with that miss. And, um, a lot of people think, well, I've heard people say, well, if they're going to drink by God, they better be drinking at my house. And, you know, and, bring everybody over here you know now you're not letting those kids parents raise those kids and do what they feel is right for those kids so you know at our house once in a blue moon you may one of them may grab a margarita i mean a little wine cooler or something out of the fridge and if we've got you know a couple adults over here something having a drink or something then they said you care okay have one you know and then they go on to bed but my uh Funny, we we cooked some salmon one time, and I make a little uh, just for people listening. Honey mustard, brown sugar, and crown, all equal parts. Okay, put it in a little saucepan, heat it up, all equal parts. Honey mustard, brown sugar, and crown. Now the key to that is, is I didn't didn't boil it long enough. I put it on a smoker, and I was smoking the salmon, and I used that as a glaze to go over the salmon. Well, when you only got your smoker up to about 225 degrees, you're not burning off anything. Well, our kids are like seven and three. We're living in Florida at the time. And they were just, no, 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 going around, you know. And we had salmon. We called it water chicken. So they'd eat it, uh-huh. you know. And uh, we're like, oh, we got this water chicken. And they're eating it. The, well, they're like, oh, this is great. And like 30 minutes later, they're on the living room floor. And they're like, <laughs> you know, passed out. You know, and Amber looks over at me and says, we've got to remember this recipe. And I said, I got it. And so. <laughs> you know it it's such a part of everybody's life here where it goes and sure there's alcoholism alcoholism runs in our family It, does, it yeah. uh, we had a grandfather who's an alcoholic who beat the disease and later on but uh there's education involved and it's just with anything and i
0: think it's letting you know i mean our mother is she's the w- world's best slash worst at putting the fear of god into us of i mean still what do you think every time it starts when you're driving and it starts to rain what do you think what do you hear in your head?
1: Well, the uh, about the oil coming up on the road yeah. and the, the be careful
0: sl- when you're driving, baby doll. Right, because yeah. oil mixes with the water in the road. It's so slick, so
1: slick. You know, but those.
0: But I, she used to say that about our grandpa. About like alcoholism. Alcoholism runs in our family. Right. You need to know that that is. You know.
1: She was also scared to death of snakes, and now we can't even go oh, into a wood. With, I, I'm freaked I'm out constantly. totally
0: freaked out. You what? have a fake snake on your table. It made me scream.
1: That's my wife. I She's forgot,
0: I forgot mom is scared of... A horrible snake. Horrible. Your wife is totally... So, you know, this is a Halloween show everybody, because tomorrow's Halloween, or Friday. Hmm. Uh, well, this show will air on Thursday, but yeah, for people listening, my sister-in-law has decorated their their Halloween decoration decor. Our, she went to Goodwill, bought like 50 jacked up old dolls mm. then jacked them up more and broke their faces and they're standing and sitting all around their house just freaking staring at you
1: Let's see this is another lesson for james okay <laughs> okay I, I keep going back on the marriage thing <laughs> here we are i've i've got this whimsical idea about how christmas should be i have animatronic animatronic reindeer and snowmen and light show and you know it's all computerized and everything else she would just assume put a string of lights up and she says you're wasting your talents you could have singing skeletons on our front porch during halloween you know so it's uh very different or two very different people but
0: you did one year i remember, remember the year where you had a skeleton that talked. And, it, and you made fun of me. <laughs> I did because everybody so you it's one of those programs where you talk into it and it makes your voice sound like this and sound kind of spooky. So it's supposed to say like, Welcome to the Mar, Halloween of Terror And so I, my brother I come to visit on Halloween like I normally I normally try to do it. It's been a couple of years, but I'm back in the groove. And so Brian Brian's like, Bubba, you gotta see this. Come here and look and I walk down and it's just Welcome to the Mar House of Terror. <laughs>
1: Such a ick. Your, your, your redneck accent is horrible, by the way.
0: Well, I'm trying to I already have a redneck accent. I, that's so what I was I'm trying, gonna say. So I'm you, trying to emphasize yours.
1: From the first one you did to the second one I did, there was no deal because you sound the same. California didn't take the redneck out of you.
0: It didn't, and now I'm home and it's worse. Um mm. Alright, Theo, so there you go. So um
1: so now just be responsible with it
0: yeah responsible remember legality too. like take don't Mm -hmm. i i love that what you said it's not your position to raise someone else's kid period exclamation point um tits so (laughs) (laughs) see and you laugh i did all that say say the other one panties (laughs) isn't it great (laughs) <laughs> oh, all my lesbians and friends are friends to be like, you're assassins uh, <laughs> you're <laughs> right. Jess and Kayla are going to be pissed um, Okay, um, so normally we do Celebrity Shit the Bed this week And mm-hmm. we can do that if you want to talk about something in pop culture mm-hmm. I also thought that Since this is a brotherly love show mm-hmm. um, If we uh, You know I There's so many I didn't turn off my phone, sorry y'all, it's texting You're so unprofessional I know, I'm professional There's so many there's so many like like uh so many just stories. Like I, I I just feel like maybe we each could share a brotherly story that comes to mind of just stupid brother shit we did to each other. <laughs> if you want to go first, if you could think of anything off the top of your head.
1: You know the story I'm going to tell. It's the I one don't. I don't. There's several. There's when
0: several. I- There's remember the I will say, this wasn't the story but remember the one time dad <coughs> This is our country story where we were. Didn't we go to mom? We all four of us went to Dallas, mm-hmm. and I think it was Dallas. And we were, we were eating at a restaurant and first
1: cafeteria. Oh, it's
0: oh, I see. I remember it being really fancy. <laughs> it was first cafeteria. <laughs> I was thinking it was like a rotating restaurant.
1: Oh no 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 no! I know what you're talking about. It was, it was the,
0: like when you took me to the bathroom.
1: No, it was the Disney World trip, and we were at Disney at one of those swanky restaurants. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's. What we're I saying. thought you were talking about when you spilled macaroni and <laughs> cheese all over Dad, at which, the, by the way, was the same trip. Uh, it was the
0: same trip. <laughs> yeah. I remember what I did. I spilled macaroni and cheese all over our father at, cafeteria at first cafeteria first, and I bet, dropped to my knees and started begging him not to whip me, <laughs> and the entire restaurant started laughing. Um But no, we were at a, that's when we had to go to the bathroom and you were like, I'll take him. And then we're sitting there dinner. So like
1: any redneck boys would do. We,
0: mom and dad, look up, they hear people giggling, and there's like a big window, but it's mirrored, so uh-huh. like we can't tell that it's a mirror. And you took me outside, and we were peeing on a hill in the middle of Disney World for an entire restaurant to see.
1: Matt, not only were we peeing, we were spelling our names on the glass. <laughs> People are out there. We're just letting it go. Oh yeah, yeah. Good times. I actually forgot about that until right
0: now. Um, wow. Um, anyway, yeah. what story were you going to tell?
1: Um, fifth grade. Oh geez. First, were... gr- first girl I ever kissed. Debbie Gibson. Not, would... not to be
0: confused with Debbie Gibson. Because I would always sing. Now it's you <laughs> out of the blue. I was that little brother, everybody. Instead of like saying embarrassing stuff, embarrassing stuff, I would. Sing show tunes and pop songs to your girlfriends. There's
1: there's something different from everybody that – and and I am grateful that I've had this experience and that I look back on it. But other people have little brothers, and that's when I look at my two kids. They've, they're, they have they're have a big brother – little brother relationship. Um, and I had a gay little brother, and uh, he uh, – A was, show queen little brother. Yeah. Yeah, you were. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, so anyway, different experience. But anyway, so I, I had the girlfriend with us, and, you know, we lived in a, a neighborhood, but it was kind of a, a country neighborhood where we had fields and that kind of stuff that we could run around in the show, or in the show, I'm sorry, in the, in the field. And um, we would meet up with them and just kind of walk in the field and go mess around down the creek and all that kind of stuff. And um, one time we took Matt with us, and I'm holding her hand, and, we're walking along and the relationship she was is your
0: first kiss yeah she, wasn't she, she was
1: yep and first uh purely innocent little relationship you know my first kiss whatever and we're sitting there talking and matt and i had a very open relationship with our mom and we we tell each other everything
0: jake anthony to this day one of my friends jake said he's like you take a shit and share it with your mother i don't know why
1: right would well, my kids have shared pictures with me like dad look at this deuce and i'm like wow it's impressive <laughs> you know it's so
0: Rever- even amber even your wife has commented like why do you talk about everything yeah it's
1: it i'm an open book and we always have been and yeah uh, they uh i think um i mean if you can't talk about this kind of stuff between your you with your, and your family who are you going to be able to talk to it about yeah and,
0: exactly so
1: anyway um so Matt and I both knew when the other one were maybe starting puberty because we'd walk.
0: Knew, ble- oh no 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 no! <laughs> the first day you got hair on your nuts.
1: That was a big moment for me.
0: Yeah, it was a big moment, I and mean, you rubbed it. We well, didn't rub it in my face. That's gross. But you would. I remember you walked in. You're like, first of all, you tried to talk low since you were like in third grade, and your voice didn't actually change until like seventh grade. But you were like. I'm a stud. I'm like, what do you mean? I got hair on my balls. I'm a
1: stud. I'm a man. I'm sure everybody's seen Christmas Vacation. Okay. Oh, yeah. Buzz. Yeah, that was th- you. That was me. By oh, 100- as
0: our father says, T-Totally. T-Totally. I don't know why
1: he says that. I don't either. T-Totally. totally But anyway, so we're walking along. Out of the blue, my brother's walking with us. We're having a good time. You know, just being kids out in the field and out of the blue he looks over he says Brian's got hair on his nuts you got hair on your pussy I was devastated I mean just my <laughs> my jaw dro- my jaw dropped I teared up like a little girl yeah you cried you like uh, cried. just white girl <laughs> left at the altar tears and I I ran home
0: you yelled mama <laughs>
1: I yelled ho and I went over and told my mama what he did. And I and she ended up washing his mouth. That was soap. And we, we didn't have that.
0: It was like fucking that yellow orange dial shit. No. And mom had fingernails. She was so mad. She was just shoving it. Of course, she's getting on me because she's like, I can't believe you did this. God damn it.
1: She's, like, <laughs> she's cussing and <laughs> she's, she's shoving the <laughs> and, uh,
0: and I'm still trying not to laugh because even then in that moment, I knew it was still worth it. <laughs>
1: I'm, I was, I actually saw her at one of my friend's father's funeral and I, oh. I still to this day have trouble looking her in the eye because I was so embarrassed by that, but <sighs> so anyway, third grader,
0: third grader, um, or right, I'll tell my story real quick and then I know we'll do chatty Maddie and then, cause I know you're staying up late. You gotta go to bed. Um, I remember, i how old were we? The Ooga story.
1: Oh my gosh. <laughs> We were a little older then, because it was it. Because to me, that's one of the last matt and i's bedroom of course with everybody right across the hall it was uh, it was almost like a jack and jill where the the two bedrooms didn't meet the bathroom but they're right across from each other yeah, in we had a mother-in-law
0: house so mom and dad their right. bedroom was on the other side of the house
1: and so we did a lot of crazy shit at night and stayed up and we had some fun times i remember um reading books to each other that kind of stuff or i'd go sleep with you one night, or you'd come in my bed and sleep with me and
0: do you remember doing um we have We'd have to have really quiet wrestling tournaments with, like, Sean Farrell. Yeah, um, we
1: couldn't be loud because we'd get in trouble.
0: We would all get, in like, basically in our pajama bottoms to be like the Von Ericks.
1: Right. I, I do. I do. But,
0: remember, remember the, what? remember the time you hurt Sean and he started crying? You're like, don't be loud. Don't make up my mom. Don't make yeah, up yeah, my don't mom. Be,
1: <laughs> Cry, but not loud. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the, we uh, – anyway, so, yeah, that was one of the last memories that I think I had of – those times as we got older so i think we were kind of getting older before we actually became teenagers and kind of grew out of that phase but what
0: well, happens like tween but um well we were fighting though we were fighting that night a lot and so yeah it was a bad night it's a bad night and so dad our dad uh chelsea ray who's you know parents of all parents basically said you better fucking stop it right now or i'm your ass is grass and i'm the lawnmower oh my God. And i'm gonna get you with my belt and so um, I've used that line on my kids quite a bit I'll probably use it too and so I remember he took his foot and he said I'm going to draw a fucking line in the carpet mm-hmm. and he drew a line in the carpet and he said if you cross this that's when said your ass is grass mm-hmm. so we went to bed respectively I'm laying in bed and I'm still mad like I remember being mad I don't remember about but I was like okay I have to go to bed
1: I probably stole one of your cabbage patch dolls <laughs> Probably, um, or My Little Ponies.
0: My Little Ponies. Yeah, <laughs> I remember Dad was pissed. When he got <laughs> and remember, I didn't even get a cabbage patch. The first one. mom made it for me. It was like a homemade one. I named it Robbie. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know why I liked it named. Um, so anyway, I'm sitting there laying in bed. It's been about like ten minutes, and all of a sudden I hear Bubba, Bubba. We used to sleep with our doors open. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, "What? Come here!" Because first of all, you had a fucking maid. As like a, when you were fifth, you had me always go get you shit all the time, and I don't know why I did it. I was always getting you food or a glass of water. Like, admit it.
1: <laughs> yeah, you did.
0: <laughs> so anyway, you're sitting there saying, "Bubba, Bubba," I'm like, "No," and then you what well, you say, "Come here,
1: come here." No, you're going to do something to me.
0: It's so. <laughs> Finally, you convinced me. Oh, oh, this is what you said. I said, no, I'm not coming in there. We're getting in trouble. And you said, I just want to give you a hug and say I'm sorry. <laughs> That's what you fucking I did. said to me. I did. So I walk across your room, naively thinking, and then tell them what you did to me.
1: <laughs> I grabbed you, and I held you down on the ground, and I started screaming, Auga, Auga. <laughs> it was more like, Auga. <laughs> Oh God! I was, and you're like, no, 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 and I was such and your brown was
0: bigger than me, so I was flailing around like to no avail. Yeah,
1: yeah, and so I got a hold of him, and as my dad, you could hear him coming with that belt in his hand because you'd hear the buckle jingling, you know. And it's funny because Christmas was real jacked up for us because we didn't know if it was Santa or we were going to get our ass kicked. You know. It's true. <laughs> <It's> so, <laughs> so here comes our Christmas wishes down the hall. I let you go. And there you go. As I let you go,
0: I immediately ran into our father's pronounced belly and bounced off the floor. Into the floor, and he picked me up and said, "I told you." And he just whipped me. I mean, not beat me, y'all, but my dad never gave me a big spanking in my life. But,
1: but of all the spankings (laughs) you had, it was probably one of the better ones. One of the
0: better ones. Just whipped me. I told you. And I'm like crying, and you silently fell asleep
1: laughing. Yeah, I'm in there going. I told you not to get out of his room. (laughs)
0: Anyway, um, all right, let's wrap it up because I know you're getting, you're like, okay, so here we go. Chatty Maddie questions, mm-hmm. chatty Maddie question. Number one, what's your most memorable childhood smell or your favorite childhood smell?
1: Oh, with, we could almost say it at the same time. And I didn't, I've never heard these questions. I'll be honest with you because okay, I never,
0: this, by the way, I asked my brother one time, I said, do you listen to the show? He's like, if it was on ESPN, I would.
1: But I have listened to it, no, and I've, I've thrown some addition. Now, I would say a lot of times it's driving, and I may not catch the entire podcast. It's but, okay. I really do hey, okay, Hey, I'm so. about done talking.
0: Sorry. Sorry.
1: It's <laughs> so, But I've never honestly made it to the end of the show to where I heard the last questions because Matt's like, what about the five questions at the end? And I was like, yeah. I've. <laughs>
0: I thought you acted weird when you said that tonight. <laughs> I, was I was like, shit. Like, no, there was five questions.
1: My favorite podcast so far is the one girl that did the Mary. I know, Mary Dolan. Oh, Mary
0: Dolan. I can't even act like her. She's so amazing.
1: She, she's funny. She's anyway. funny. All
0: right. So favorite childhood smell?
1: Um, Coming That's, home from school. Yeah, I knew you were going to answer this. Not, not fall day. A nice, beautiful fall day.
0: Perfect. This is it. This is this time of year. Yeah, this time
1: of year. We had an attic fan. And I don't know why I didn't do an attic fan. People don't do those anymore. I because, love
0: it. I would do it in my house.
1: Because they 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 make they get the house a little dirty, <laughs> that kind of stuff. But we had an attic fan. Our mom would lift up the windows. And this is before she actually went back to work, when she'd yeah. be home, when we got home. And she would have uh, caramel apples.
0: And she would clean the house all day. Oh, yeah. The house it was would
1: the, be spotless. The, the spot, spotless. The front door open. You open the screen door. And you could smell it when you came around the corner. And she would have the caramel apples uh, going on the no, um, out, coming out of the oven, and have they would be waiting for us. Not like we're going to be. No, I mean they're, they're they're sitting there. They're perfectly timed. Yes, and like Halloween decorations are up. Um, we lived in a fall uh, a house with a bunch of trees around the area, and the leaves return. I mean, it's just a beautiful time in Oklahoma. And, um, a lot of people think of Oklahoma as f- flat and. Woodlands, but we did live in a little wooded area. We're
0: was, more a hill country.
1: Yeah, we are, especially the more you go west or east and northeast in Tulsa area, that yeah, kind of stuff. We're kind of on that dividing line. But uh, caramel apples in the fall, mom. That's it's one yeah, of my. That's one of my favorite as well. A favorite. my favorite
0: song. Um, Chatty Matty, question number two: alcoholic drink you can't drink anymore because you got drunker than Cooter Brand. Oh my gosh! You're the first person that got me drunk, by the way.
1: Really. Yeah,
0: uh Acacia, at your fraternity party. Remember,
1: I got drunk in like 13 cores of Light. That, yeah, I do remember that. It's a good time. <laughs> it's yeah. awesome. Um, I forgot the name of the drink, but uh, I have a hard time with tequila anymore because my 21st birthday, they gave me a drink, and um, I think they called it a tequila sunset, maybe, or a tequila, tequila desert.
0: Tequila sunrise?
1: No, no. This was a straight shot of tequila and uh with tabasco sauce Ooh. in it that was it the end which was followed up by a urinal do you know what a urinal is no you know the little black mats on the bar that they put the drinks on and they pour all the drinks down oh
0: please tell me
1: they pick up that mat and pour the remaining alcohol into a shot glass and that's what i drink who
0: fucking drinks that
1: me when i'm on 21st birthday
0: that's you're lucky you don't have a staph infection on in your mouth
1: well, it's a it's a man thing, Matt. Really, you just you just fight through it. That's gross. You know, I had HIV once. It was the worst case of ass chili I ever had, but I got rid of it.
0: Brian, <laughs> Brian. Anyway, go ahead. I'm gonna put leave that in the show, but please don't write me letters. Okay, write to my brother somewhere in Oklahoma. Um, <clears throat> Lord, all right. So, question number three: mm-hmm. When are you most inspired? That's it.
1: Um, at the end of Rudy. Really? Well, I mean,
0: yeah, I mean,
1: yeah, I would say uh, I'm a sucker for movies and music. And, you know, there's a, um, you are, our mom did a really good job of raising us in the arts as best she could, depending on where we were. I mean, we honestly weren't exposed to, like, a lot of people maybe in, in Hollywood or even New York or some of those bigger cities that actually their families live that kind of life. But um, music and um, cinema and stuff was a big part of us growing up and what we did in theatrical shows. We'd go see some –
0: Remember, she- mom took us to the ballet. There weren't – I don't know any kids – in right. Long Grove that went to the ballet. Right, and
1: I bitched and moaned and stuff, but I appreciate it now. And when if, if I watch, um, did you
0: take Dylan Cody to the ballet?
1: No, they're probably we probably won't do the <laughs> you ballet. You Missed
0: that one, didn't you? Yeah,
1: yeah, missed that yeah. as a parent. But you know, Amber just told me the other day. She goes, "You know what? We need to take the boys to a musical now that they're older, and um, I think they would enjoy that. Both, you know, Dylan's in choir. And
0: please, for the love of God, please do it for me. I will. I will take him to Book of Mormon, something like that. We'll love it what book of mormon hilarious
1: well, oh i haven't seen that but anyway so what um, you're most
0: inspired after rudy
1: well after after movies and stuff that i get it it's, that you're right i'm a i'll watch inspirational videos on youtube where they put a little theme beside it some guy's working out and he's busting his ass trying to get to the goal that he wants to give and then afterwards i feel like i can change the world so
0: no one of the other straight people said rocky well there you go same thing
1: yeah, know, what do you got to pigeonhole us like that for? Why does, why does it got to be the straight people? Why can't it be one of the other members? You know, hey, hey you want equal right? Let's make it e- equal, motherfucker. Oh,
0: oh Jesus. <laughs> the crown's kicking in. We got to go, y'all. All right. Two more questions. Mm-hmm. You can answer this at whatever best will be best for your marriage. Okay. You can answer. I give people the option. Either weirdest place you had sex. Okay. Or celebrity crush.
1: <sighs> I'm going to answer the sex question, Matt. You are. Yes, I am. You're going to and keep it real. I'm going to keep it real. I'm going to. I'm not going to stray. Um, my wife and know that we, you know, had other par- partners before each other. So here's the. It was in a field, in the middle of a thunderstorm, and I this I kid you not, okay. This was legend. Wait for it, dairy. Okay, <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> because. <laughs>
0: God.
1: We're in the field all right, behind the house, thunderstorms rolling in in Oklahoma. The tornado sirens actually go off during the process of that. And she says, Was that the tornado siren? And I said, No, babe, that's just part of the experience. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Swear to God, true story. <laughs> <laughs> course she knew i was an idiot and whatever and we freaked out we ran home both of us had snuck out of our house but that would there you, you go snuck
0: out of the house a lot
1: yeah i did yeah
0: did mom ever tell you how she knew
1: well usually because my screen was all jacked up you didn't know
0: m- that she put a baby monitor under your bed she did not you did not know that no i didn't mom, know th- <laughs> mom put a baby monitor under your bed back in the back like a voice activated baby monitor And they would keep it on and think. And that's how she always knew that you snuck out. She told you it was a dog that told her. (laughs) You didn't know that? No. Yeah. Mom heard some shit.
1: I was to say, I've done some jacked up (laughs) shit back in there. Our mother's heard it all. Oh, the Debbie Goodson stories. (laughs) I'm embarrassed. I thought you knew that. No. Yes. That is not cool.
0: Would you do that to Dylan? No. Cody? Maybe.
1: <laughs> He's a little more on the opposite side. But anyway,
0: yeah, that's what our brother did.
1: You're welcome. Mom's
0: going to kill me. Now. All right, last question. What makes your heart happy?
1: Um, you know what? You think I'd do a family thing here, okay? Most people do. Okay, and I am going to do a family thing, but I am going to uh, maybe spin it a little bit. I am um, happy that uh, you were living the life that you wanted to live. We talk about truly believing in what you believe in and um, sticking up to your morals and what what you feel is right. And I think with the work that you're doing with your camps and pursuing your career um, out in California and stuff is, is inspirational to not only my kids – but to to me and everything i'm proud of you and i tear up a little bit right now but um i'm happy for you and you know what you're doing and that that truly does warm my heart
0: my brother's crying right
1: now yeah. a little tear my yeah oh, i love him you. that's very
0: sweet i love you that's very well, sweet there was so much <laughs> you're trying to make me cry on my own show fuck you <laughs> well listen
1: there was so much um Guys, when you live with somebody, uh, some a gay person or a homosexual, however you want to put PC, whatever,
0: big butt pirate. Yeah,
1: when you be- live with a, a little, I call him a little pillow botter, but you do. When you live with somebody like that, you see the the shit that he went through growing up, you know, and uh, all the fights that I'd want to break up, or you know, your brother's gay or whatever, and it's uh, it's it, it's frustrating to see. That, and then everybody hearing the well, your brother's gay. He's going to hell. You know, I just, if, and I'll just say it on the air, if 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 it's that, if that's the way it's going to be when I get there, then I don't want to go either. You know, and I just, um, I just think that you're such a wonderful person. You're, you'd be such a great dad. Um, you know, just seeing what you're I will doing. will one
0: the, day. It's on the dream The, board. the
1: friend that you have. Anyway people want to listen to our sap, but you know we're proud of you and um you you have a wonderful group of friends and uh i uh i look forward to seeing them when we go out there too so well anyway
0: i bet if jessica's listening to the show she's crying
1: well um which i do like jessica (laughs) a lot (laughs) jessica just so you don't know just because i didn't friend you first (laughs) oh god just because i friended the other one first (laughs) it doesn't mean i don't like you okay sorry but message me we'll talk
0: <laughs> oh Lord well um that's it that's it that's it we're done with that that's your first po- podcast so that's it everybody um it was fun thank you you're really good at this actually you're really good at this um well you, well it's kind of you know it reminds me of I this is something you are a very Renaissance guy I, I know you say you're like a nerd and a sports guy but right. a lot of people don't know that you won state drama competitions and like humorous duets and then you yep. know you and I went to state finals mm-hmm. I was a freshman you were a senior in high school we, so it's kind of like that I kind of get that feeling again like when we were doing a humorous duet like doing a show together again. I always say if you lived in LA I'd pitch a show with you for sure like you and me hosting a show Tell right. my friend Paul Gordon he was like that's fucking awesome <laughs> he about, I love right. well,
1: um
0: he's so hot um
1: but anyway, they would thanks. almost be like uh, they've do got a show like that. It's called uh, the one with Kathy. I mean, um, oh, the black guy and the the blonde girl. What's their names? They used to be Re- Regis and Kelly. Oh. Now it's Kelly. and Oh, yeah. They're
0: my favorite. He is so hot.
1: What's his name? Oh, I wouldn't know about that. Um, but-
0: uh, Kelly and uh, Michael. Yes. Michael yes. Strahan. Yeah, He's so handsome. They, they've
1: got one of those shows already, Matt. Well, what were the two guys? Okay,
0: brother, straight brother. But anyway, um, well, so that's it, everybody. So I will say, because of technology, normally we do a, we're going to, we try to, I try to do a video for the shows now, but there's just, this, we're working. This is all you, I'm on vacation. So we're not going to have a video this week. It's just going to be the podcast. So uh, if you have any questions, again, we're always low on questions. Go to talktomatmar.com, go to iTunes, go to download the show off Stitcher. Um, I want to thank my bubba. For um, being here today, and for Amber
1: for letting him do it, I want to thank the Crown.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, like, no, I And the Dear Maddie Show this week was sponsored by Crown Royal and Coke Zero. So, um, but anyway, so we'll see you next Thursday. So
1: you wouldn't even put Halloween music in the background because you were afraid i will get it. And you yeah. just gave Crown Royal props. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh yeah,
0: but Happy Halloween, everybody! Yeah. Like. To, to be, be safe, be awesome, and um, do people still freak out here? Are they worried that there's going to be knives in the candy? Remember, no, you know, I haven't you? heard that. That was that a night thing night. when we were kids. Yeah, good. So happy Halloween, everybody! I love you, Bubba. Hope you're you. awesome, and uh, we'll see you next week, y'all. Bye.